Let's stay in the light of the Lord Jesus Christ. He has blessed our souls through the night. Sweet Jesus. He loves you, man. <laughs> T-shirt. Sweet Jesus. Parentheses. He loves you, man. <laughs> okay, I got Jesus right there behind me. Me too. Always. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to have a poster on my wall of Jesus to, <laughs> yeah. to yeah. have him with me. I have a Jesus poster upstairs. He has a milk mustache. So there's old got milk ads. I stole it from a library. <laughs> Laura, come on. Kid. You're fucking my shit all up. Christ on a sweet, wet wicker chair. I had right. one of those days. McKenna smushed my bread. Ah, oh, God. Damn. I and love your I, I love your euphemisms. Dude, I was I was like starting to feel better. And then uh I was playing with my dogs outside and I had just put on this clean shirt. I watched I washed it and it was, you know, it's my like relaxed shirt. I was clean. I was outside with the dogs and my dog jumped up on me and smushed dirt all over. It was just one of those moments where I just I had to run out to the store, so I had to change now. And I was just like, you "Should have took your shirt's advice. Just relax." Couldn't. I, I made McKenna cry today. <laughs> just oh, by, you over her? the smush bread. No, over the smush bread. Oh, that, that's I was how, just a dick. You didn't listen to that old quote. Don't cry over smush bread. Was that it? <laughs> Wait, no. What did that Jesus poster I have in my bedroom say? Oh, that's right. <laughs> Don't cry over got milk. <laughs> Just still fucking up. Don't get mad over stuff over smushed bread. Don't get mad over stuff smushed bread. I was gonna say, don't get mad, get glad. When life hands you smushed bread, make beer. <laughs> uh. What to do with this smushed loaf tonight? Mm. Yo, baby, <laughs> let me get the. Look at that smush loaf. <laughs> uh, you gonna do something with that sourdough or just ain't a sourdough yet, but it will be. <laughs> what? Didn't see the Halloween kills. I did see the Halloween kills mask in person. I got to hold it and I was eyeing it up. But I'm gonna wait. Cause what a little, if it's a little cheddar? It's a, it's, it's, it's a slice of cheddar, Jack. And what if 
we don't, hey, we haven't seen this movie yet. What if we watch it and Michael Myers from this one in this mask is racist as shit? I was about to say, what if he says like a racial slur or something? What if he says this first? He drops the end bob before the murdering a black cop. Or that and, black mayor with or sheriff or whatever he is, the cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah, he kills him, drops the end bob first. And uh, next thing you know, I've already had a birthday party the week prior and I got Halloween kills merch and I'm talking about how great it is, how cool it was, how much I respect the character. Next thing you know, daddy goes into work the next week because of course any party that I have, I invite all my work friends because I have so many of them and they're looking at me with the old side eye. Sheesh. I mean, if I had a nickel for every time that happened, I could go down to the, you know, the nickel and dime shop and buy myself a handful of penny candy dude isn't that funny that we it's cool that we buy masks and celebrate a fictional character but if that fictional character was then racist it's (laughs) (laughs) we have our limits which is fucking stupid because I've also today I was looking for at when I went to Spirit I was look actively looking for the Frankenstein Trick or Treat Studios Universal Movie Monsters mask. I want to start my Universal collection, and it is at some Spirits. He killed a little girl. He threw it threw in the river. Yeah. Uh, I have a Freddy Krueger mask behind me now, and we all know some of his backstory or what it was supposed to be and what it was in the remake. So all of a sudden, if yeah, but at least they didn't say the N word. But if they would have said, <laughs> <laughs> they can murder little girls and do all that. Yeah, but don't drop that N bomb. And if you drop an F bomb in a derogatory gate way, mask is coming off the wall. Unless you're black and say it. Because then you can kind of get away with it. Like oh, Candyman drop. Jason. Yeah, if Candyman can drop all the end bombs he wants. No, no, I'm saying the f bomb. Oh, sorry. Sweater line from Freddy versus Jason. Well, Candyman is obviously he's a very obviously upfront gay character, so he could drop the f bomb too. Come on, Candyman. Who are you fooling, dude? The Candyman can. I've never seen any of those. I'm excited to. What else? What other current events are there that are good? My brain's blank. Well, speaking of (laughs) speaking of blank, Damian Wayne's played Blank Man. I love that movie. Love that movie growing up. That movie's funny as shit. Maybe he would just go, "Eh, eh." yeah. When he would (laughs) when he would get turned on. (laughs) When he would get turned. What yeah. the fuck was that bit? Uh, do you know the story behind his firing from Saturday Night Live when he got cast? Mm. He wasn't getting a lot of roles back then. And this is a different time. And maybe it was perceived because, which I don't think this was, I mean, who knows? Maybe he took it as because he was like uh, a black guy who was com- tr- constantly trying to get characters on and they wouldn't put his characters on. And he was always like a background guy. Obviously, David Wayne is very talented. He went on to prove that. Uh, so one sketch with, I think he's in the sketch with Randy Quaid was hosting, or I don't know who else was was in the sketch. But he, uh, David Wayne was uh, just playing a cop. Regular cop, like 
like usual, he just gets a care a throwaway. You're a cop. Well, when the show started, he played him over the top gay <laughs> on air. You could go watch the sketch. Like, yes, yeah, sir. And I and I, he delivered all the lines. He hit everything, but he did it so obviously gay. <laughs> and just it was like, yeah, it just took the firing. He got fired for it. You just you. I don't know. I always like I like I went back and watched the sketch not too long ago, and I just kind of found it fascinating. He went on live TV and did something to get himself fired, and he went on to do just fine. Homie the clown, don't play that. Homie the clown. Homie the clown. Speaking of clowns, did I tell you I tried watching it chapter two? <laughs> chapter. Chapter one, though, is good. We'll talk about Pennywise another time. Let's talk about Art the Clown. Terrifier. But just to dive a little deeper into Pennywise. <laughs> what if for our whole Terrifier episode, we just talk about it chapter one? Whew. If that was the case, then our podcast, what, what, you know, we wouldn't call it episode whatever Terrifier. We'd have called episode whatever Terrible. <laughs> Art, art the clown, more like a fart and a frown. <laughs> am I a good, uh, am I a good reviewer yet? <laughs> Is that what they do? <laughs> shit on creative motherfuckers <laughs> with a pun. Art the clown, yeah, more I like can take fart your job. I, I can, I can take your job, reviewer. Can you take theirs and make a oh. fucking movie? Why am I? Oh, good. That'd be so. I, there's got to be an inter, or a review out there that's literally terrifier, more like terrible. Of course. Well, how do you think Seth, dude, the balls on Seth Rogen to make a movie called Superbad early in your career? <laughs> if it would have tanked, <laughs> Field Day, Superbad, Superbad is right. <laughs> there it is. Superbad is Superbad. Oh, God. <laughs> the writer sitting there typing it up with his head shaking. <laughs> Just shaking. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking some pussy tonight. How many reviewers watched that hoping it tanked? It sucked. How many, oh. you know, that's, well, sorry, to think about that for a second. Think about how many reviewers then, that's why I hate Rotten Tomatoes, all this shit. How many reviewers go into a movie wanting to hate it, wanting to have that angle to write a review on to the point where I think they, no matter even if they actually like the movie, they're just going to write whatever they went into thinking of and that's why i think it's just bullshit like a movie if you like it don't oh siskel and ebert said this movie sucked so you know i'm not gonna like it it's like no just fucking watch it on your own and judge it yourself if anyone goes on rotten tomatoes or or listens to any review it goes oh really it was bad that sucks and then don't watch it because of that it seems crazy to me. We're all different. It's just subjective. Yeah. Now, I understand maybe if it's one of your best friends and you have a lot in common and you maybe if you told me, uh, I don't know, but even you and I have different opinions, but I would there's some people that you would take into account a little bit more. But sure. the, for well, some, there's more a personal connection there. Le, like uh was it Leonard Malton? I think he's kind of notorious for not being a fan of horror movies. So yeah. if he says, uh, you know, fucking Saw 4 sucked ass, it was a piece of shit, 
zero stars and for someone who likes horror and like loves horror I was like oh damn he hated it uh, well, I'll have to skip that one I guess well <laughs> what the, no. Malton has spoken Malton has spoken the almighty Malton <laughs> Leonard Malton he used to introduce I think AMC classics or something like that I can't or Turner movie classics I can't remember but he was really obnoxious to listen to uh okay. I wonder what he'd think of Terrifier. I have a few ideas what he'd think of Terrifier. <laughs> <clears throat> It'd just be pure speculation, but I feel pretty confident. Uh I didn't want to watch this movie. I know. <laughs> now, I, go ahead, yeah. That said, it I knew I was gonna watch it. I, I think it might have been one of those things where I knew I was going to watch it. There's all these other movies. And I didn't read any reviews or much about this movie. You and I haven't even really talked about it. And you're of a tattoo of the the lead, Art the, Art the Clown. And we didn't really dive you know, crazy deep into it. And maybe it was one of those things where, say you work with somebody and say, hey, you should... Uh, promote this guy, promote this guy. I think he's the one we should promote. And maybe even if they're right, if this guy says it enough, the boss might get to the point where he's like, all right, you know what? No, I'm not going to promote because I'm sick of fucking hearing about him and now I'm turned off by him. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> not, that, not that you did that. It was more in my own head because you weren't badgering me about this all the time or anything. I had I, a preconceived notion about the movie of what it would be. Mm-hmm. And I'm actually, uh, I'm not going to say, maybe it was justified in what I thought, but spoiler alert, it ended up actually blowing me away uh, anyway, even with, I was like, oh, I was right about kind of what I was expecting in certain aspects, but it really, really worked. And it actually caught me off guard and was actually one of my most enjoyable movie watching experiences for this podcast so far, as far as first watches go. And I know you. So as long as you're not fuck with me, you're not even just saying that just to please me because you're not that way. (laughs) You know better than anybody I'm not. (laughs) Well, I mean, mean, I'm just kind of saying that for anyone who might be listening. Uh, Because this is a shock to me, dude. I sincerely thought, because I know you were not wanting to watch this because anytime I visited or brought it up, you didn't really show an interest in wanting to check it out. Um, and I knew we'd finally get around to covering it on this. And I just happened to remember it takes place on Halloween. So I said, fuck it. You know, that's why I picked it. Um, and ob- yeah, I have a tattoo of it. Um, I have the Terrifier 2 poster from the Indiegogo that I got signed by the actor and director in my, my hallway with two other Terrifier posters from Terror Threads. Um, I have this dope little figurine of oh, Art wow. the Clown that is signed by the director, Damien, who wow. I guess sculpted these, I believe, um, when the original Terrifier, this movie had its crowdfunding. My friend Michael Bala from Witching Season Films had this and gave it to me when I visited him. Um, so this is like one of my favorite little gifts I've ever been given. That you know how much is I- awesome. 
Yeah. I love that. I'll, sh- I'll post a picture of it with this episode. Yes. Wow. And it looks legit really good. Yeah. It's fucking. I, oh, mean... I would love that. I would love to have that. That's awesome. Yeah. So this is, you know, and there's the signature. But, um, <coughs> so yeah, I really thought you were going to hate this. I was dreading it actually all week. I was like, he's going to fucking, he's going to text me and be like, can't wait to talk about this fucking movie. And then, uh, so that actually just kind of to hear you say that was nice because I don't think this movie's the most original or uh, the best thing in the world, but I just think it's a lot of fun, and it's it's a it's like I I, I remember when I first watched it, it felt like the birth of a new iconic slasher that I got to you know I wasn't around to watch Freddy and Jason and Michael come into their own, but. It, for this i was like holy shit i got to because i there's also a movie called all hallows eve which came first where the same director um it was like an anthology movie where it was three short stories and one main story and art the clown is in that and he's played by a different guy but dude i watched that and i was already hooked i was like this clown is so fucking interesting i mean he's just mute but just the way he's played and the way he looks and that first movie all hallows eve i almost picked that instead of terrifier but we can do that another time um anyways from that alone i fucking love the character and then when terrifier came out i obviously loved it and it was right before like terrifier 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 got on netflix um and kind of hit it big and now it's big within the horror community um they're making terrifier 2 i think they got five hundred thousand dollars on their indiegogo for season two and their original goal must have been like 50 grand, I think, or 100 grand or something. Now, did you say uh, another movie you mean, right? Just to make it, they have an Indiegogo and make another movie. Because you, you said season two, and I don't, I don't want to confuse it. I, oh, by no, thinking, I'm sorry. Not season two. I meant like sequel, Terrifier Yeah, you know, Okay, I thought so. I just wanted to make sure because I'm kind of going to lead on you about facts and behind the scenes shit so about there, this movie. In 2013, a writer damien he related he related i'm drunk guys i'm drinking uh what are you drinking uh sprite zero and some vodka that you were generous enough to purchase for me absolutely buddy what did i drink with you um so in 2013 it was this anthology movie which i guess the main story in the movie was something they shot recently and then the three shorts were short films that damien had done in his earlier years and he made them work in the movie and have art the clown and it's a really good little indie creepy halloween movie i really love it i have that on blu-ray too and then terrifier was there's a short in the that movie called terrifier so basically that was extrapolated to you know a, a full feature with this and dude i remember watching this and fucking going like this is going to be huge and then sure enough, it hit Netflix and now it's Terrifier fucking everywhere. T-shirts, figures, um, Comic-Cons, you know. I And then coincidentally, some of the people I work with on my projects have been makeup artists that have worked on Terrifier 2 with Art the Clown doing the makeup. And so I know some behind the scenes stuff, which I really can't even talk about because it's all personal stuff, but um, that doesn't involve me. He drops uh, the end bomb in the sequel. Huh? 
He says his first word and it's the end bomb in the sequel. Yeah. Hey, everybody, <laughs> don't watch Terrifier 2. Oh, he says no. the end word. Um, but it just, it fucking hit it. I don't know, dude. I can't even explain why it works. It just does. Um, and that's why I got the tattoo because I saw it before I met McKenna. Not to bring back that girl I was with, but it was after all that. And I was just not in a good place. Creatively, mentally, anywhere. And watching these two movies back to back, All Hallows Eve and Terrifier, fucking re like kickstarted in me the the drive to create, and that's why I went on to make Sharp Candy and all my other projects. Because this fucking clown just if I if some guy from New York could just come up with a really interesting character and make a good solid little hor- horror flick and it catch on the way it has, and it vibe the right way that it does, I was like, fuck it, I'm just gonna keep creating. And because of that, I met McKenna and everything else. So that's why I got the tattoo on my arm. That's awesome. I, and what's funny too is, is it's not like I was against, uh, like I'm, I'm optimistic about shit, but you look forward to more shit than others. I, sure. I watch, we watched House. I knew nothing about House, but the movie poster and the tagline. Yeah. And I was excited for it, but for whatever reason, I knew I'd watch it one day. I, don't know, I, I got in my head about it. And also, I've had such a crazy week personally and so much stuff that all the, the stars were aligning to make this not a fun watch for me. Mm. It, it was becoming a task. Like I said, it was last night and I put both my girls to sleep. I have two young daughters. I put them both to sleep. And usually that's my time to, okay, I better get as much sleep as I can. The girls are asleep. Let's catch up with some rest. I was like, here, I'm gonna try. I'm, I'm paying attention to the likes that I say. I'm gonna make a conscious effort to slow it down because I re-listened to a podcast and I couldn't believe how many times I've said it and it's gotten worse. Maybe it's anxiety induced. I don't know, but I noticed it and I'm working on it. With that said, wanted to go to sleep, but I knew my best chance to watch this was gonna be getting the girls to sleep going downstairs and knocking this thing out and that's what i did with before i knew i would wake up not feeling well and calling out of work anyway so i guess it kind of actually worked out sat on the floor back up against the couch <laughs> my back is in rough shape and a lot of physical pain i was like here we go let's do this and i had a crazy movie watching experience where i forgot about a lot of outside things i was it took me away it did and when i say take me away sweet escape sweet escape (laughs) take me away i would join with you but i have no idea what that song is i wanted to join it so bad no idea what it was that wasn't was that improv no that's a real take me away something i don't know the rest but uh <laughs> sorry guys i uh, i have been sipping a little sap so no, sip the sap make sure the sap gets sipped take a nap um so going into it one of the reasons why i wasn't i felt like i knew what this was gonna be mm-hmm. what'd you think it was gonna be before you watched uh, it what what were you just thinking oh god okay He's all right. What are we? What is this? Silent, creepy looking clown. 
follows people, kills them way more aggressive, like aggressive for the sake of being aggressive. Mm-hmm. And random people will be thrown in as fodder so he can do that more often. And he'll probably at the end not be killed or taken out and he'll continue on because I have a theory about certain types of lower budget movies where that seems to happen. I've talked about it before. Now, here's what's weird. I was kind of right with a lot of things I expected, Mm -hmm. but it still threw me for a fucking loop so many times. So I watched this on, actually, so you said this is on Netflix? No, Tubi. Okay, okay. I say so. I watched it on Tubi, and when the commercial hit, I needed it to hit to walk around. I went up. I made a drink. <laughs> I, uh, to the to the point. I was like, "Are they going to play another ad?" Okay, good. Whoa, whoo. <laughs> okay, and when it came back, I sat down and literally let out a. Let's go. I needed it. I it sometimes That's Tubi. Awesome. To be hit, to be hits for certain movies, uh, to be or not to be, to be on this one, my friends. I needed those ads, and it's so much of the stuff was expected. I didn't expect the best acting in the world. Didn't get it. I didn't expect. I expected aggressive kills for the sake of aggressive kills, and I got it. And it still hit me where I was. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> And it, it looks so good. And a lot of this credit that I would give this movie has to go to the actor who played Art the Clown. Because I'll be damned if he isn't legit creepy as shit. The look, they, I think they hit the ball, like they hit it out of the park yeah. with his look and how creepy he was. And it, it seems like he had the makeup on. And I knew nothing about this. So if you know anything, to divulge please say so it looks like they had a concept they put it on i have to assume he looked at himself in the mirror and fucked around with what he could do because yeah for he, sure probably he pulled off everything like i was looking at him and i would think oh man it'd be really creepy if he did and he would do it it's like he looked in the mirror and he knows what works what yeah and he so much of this, the credit has to go to that. And apparently he actually has some background of being an actual mime. Is that part yeah. right? Yep, yep. David Howard Thornton is the name of the actor. Damien, now, I don't know if it's Leone or Leone. I say Leone, but Damien Leone is the writer-director. And he also did, did the makeup for Art the Clown and in the movie, like the practical effects. What, he did his own, Art the Clown, he did his, he put his own makeup on? No, Damien, the writer oh, director. Oh, okay, okay. Did the the makeup for Art the Clown, like the prosthetics and everything, um, and that's why I really. I mean, obviously, yes, David Howard Thornton's a very gifted actor, especially in this role because it hinges on it. It, it that movie absolutely hinges on his performance, his charm. We if we if he was boring and flat and too awful i mean it is it wouldn't be fun watching him but it's really awesome and the actor that played previously in the first movie with art the clown i think his name's mike janelli he's a bit bigger of a guy now so unfortunately he couldn't come back for terrifier i guess um but i thought he was just as good 
in All Hallows Eve, just that was, you know, lower budget. Um, but there's still some really good creepy scenes in that with, with art. Um, but yeah, he fucking, cr- dude, there's, do you remember the shot where he, he's walking around and he's, he, he has the knife and his eyes are just kind of like that. That's yeah. a shot that sticks out in my mind. And then one of the bits I fucking love at the end, or like when he gets stabbed and he doesn't make any noise, but he, you know, he does a crit like, ah, fuck, I got stabbed. It just, I was so happy they didn't have him go like, ah, ouch. No- yeah. <laughs> or fucking dude, the part at the end that my absolute favorite part is when she, dude, our final girl's running away. She gets between two doors and he grabs her hair and he's fucking trying to pull her hair out and she gets away and she's like leave me alone you fucking maniac and he has the horn and he sticks it back through the door and he honks it at her do you remember that yes yes so moments like that are just fucking brilliant and it almost feels like so much of it was improv which is great well it's such a great example to bring up because i feel like maybe in 90 eight percent of movies maybe you have him with his arm like ah, i'm trying to get you it's like what if we had a for whatever reason it worked there's so much of this to where it, it's so out there with so much stuff but for whatever reason it worked and the only way i could describe it was this movie and art the clown and the actor who played him uh particularly had this X factor, this intangible feeling of sometimes shit just fucking works and you relate mm-hmm. to it. And it, I, I don't know. It's the look, the performance, the kills are certainly like, and just everything, it just, yeah, it's lightning in a bottle. And <sighs> I really thought you were going to hate it because the acting's not the best in the world. I remember. So I just rewatched it for the first time in probably a year for this. And I actually, didn't cringe but i said oh fuck jeff might laugh at this acting like in the restaurant um from the two girls and oh yeah i thought i had the thoughts were there well i thought that was going to be a a doubt something dour and then also i thought you weren't going to respond well to the the violence because the the collector you didn't really care for all that much and this isn't maybe tonally different maybe this is a little bit cheesier but it's still very violent and um I thought both those things together, you were just going to go, ah, what the fuck is this? I wish I could explain it better to have a good argument to anyone. And maybe there's someone out there that can maybe explain it to me. But for some reason, it did not, it was aggressive. And maybe it was even written to be, oh, we're going to make sure this is hardcore. Oh, yeah. But it's still. For some reason, I don't whether it's proxy to the script or what the character was, it did not come off forced to me watching it as a viewer. It did come off. Here's what we're gonna do at, for the sake of other movies. Have I completely okay? Even if it looked good, I see why we're doing this. We're gonna cut the head off. We're gonna put it in a box. We're gonna kick the box into a wood chipper, and then we're gonna catch the wood chips in a bucket, and we're gonna pour it over the husband's head, like the wife's. The wife is the the wife's. You know, it's it's like okay, fine, but for whatever reason, they would do this aggressive shit. Maybe it was spread out a little bit enough, and it wasn't so back to back to back to back. 
I don't know. I don't know. Is there some weird? Well, ex- I don't know. Take me through. What did you think of the very first scene with the newscast? It's the only kill in the movie that is an arts doing. It's the newscaster lady. Uh, what did you think of that whole opening? Before we even get to see Art the Clown and our two other main girls. It had a... First thing was it definitely had the look of a lower budget, more indie type movie. But a lot of times I get into that. Mm-hmm. You know, especially with our friendship and the things that you do and the things I was a part of with you. I like that and I automatically kind of want to like it more. But I mm-hmm. do see the difference of okay i think i know what type of movie i'm in for here and that happened and wow okay i wasn't turned off but i was was very interested to see what would what would come next and all the it helped that the makeup and practical effects didn't completely they could have completely shit the bed especially for a lower budget movie like this they could have shit the bed on that part and made me really not want to see what the next kill would be so i wasn't when it started i actually i was into it i was ready like let's do this i wasn't turned off by it i was ready to see what would happen next uh it got to the acting of course and the acting was a little weird and i was making jokes and yeah, let me get my phone actually because i actually did make a few notes i laughed at the beginning re-watching it when the main journalist lady was on the phone with her fiance or whatever and she was just being so aggressively mean about god did you see how fucking ugly that bitch was you know kind of shit and yeah kill me if i ever look like that god damn i don't know how you could ever want to fuck this tight pussy ever again with a face like that that's not the exact dialogue well there okay so there was some stuff like that for example we see this uh bald janitor guy eventually and they had just seen Art the Clown, who is legit creepy as shit, terrifying. He was in a small little, like, what, Italian restaurant. He got thrown out. He smeared shit all, all over the bathroom walls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, like, I end up, these two girls that we're, we're following here, uh, one of the drunker blonde chick is taking selfies with this creep show, which is good lord. It's like, no, like, how drunk do you have to be to do this? But I get it. Drunk chicks, I've witnessed it firsthand. I buy it. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, but they, then later they see this bald janitor guy and they seemed way more creeped out and scared of this regular jan- bald janitor than this creepy clown they were just hanging out with. And I wrote down, bald guys are scarier than clowns. <laughs> They're like, I don't I know. The- <laughs> I, wouldn't talk- I wouldn't talk to that guy. He looks he looks, cre- he looks creepy. Dude, the bald guy wasn't even creepy looking at all either. He was not <laughs> even like a, you know, he's just normal. Normal as shit. Fairly good looking dude. Just a bald guy. Just clean as shit. I'm, I'm watching it. I was like, did you see what you were who you were just taking selfies with? Uh, I was like, okay, that's fine. Of course, like you said, the acting, you know, was what it was. But, but it's charming. The, yeah, I mean, there's yeah, there's there's a charm to it that you forget about that. 
for, uh, if anything, for some strange reason, it becomes so charming that it would almost be weird if the actors or actresses were just crushing it with acting. It fits yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. And as it continued, I wasn't looking at my phone. I wasn't wandering off. I was using my 2B TV ad breaks to make a drink and do a quick walk and readjust my head and sit back down and get back into the movie. It wasn't until the end where it veered a little, but throughout the entire movie, it well, was just there. Let's do this. What do you think of the kills in the restaurant? The two Italian guys, the New York is the high fucking laughter. He said, the guy, walked, oh yeah, I'll be there with a minute. I'll be there in a minute, buddy. And then he's on the phone. You should look at the fucking shape this guy's in. And Art the Clown just sitting there. What do you think of their fucking kills? Uh, I had no because that's the with first time we kills. see Art Art in action. Yeah, and it's aggressive. And I I knew. I had the thought to myself, uh oh, he's screwed. I I uh-oh. knew scenes. Uh oh. <laughs> Old Art the Clown <laughs> wants to kill me. <laughs> and I th- I thought they were great. They were effective. They were violent as shit. And I really felt bad for the second gentleman who just got done. Cle- so his last, let's say his last 45 minutes on this earthly plane of existence, he cleaned psycho clown shit off a wall for probably minimum wage, maybe a little bit more because he's probably related to the owner. That's a backstory I just added. And then he comes out, he's just violently murdered by the the shitter that he just cleaned. It, it's a it's a tough it's a tough last 45 <laughs> for yeah. that guy. But the other guy had his head carved in like a jack-o'-lantern, which Halloween 2018 ripped off. Uh Oh, <clears throat> is there a cough button? Do I press space bar for a sneeze button? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm uh, allergic to appreciating a movie I didn't think I would initially like. This is shocking me. This is not what I expect, expected this conversation to be because you came down a little hard on The Collector, I thought, and I kind of defended it. So I really thought that's what this was going to be. Um, the yeah so the guy gets decapitated his head carved and then the other guy gets his fucking hand obliterated by a meat cleaver and then stabbed in the face now oh. I've got shit going on Ugh, fuck uh, and then we get to some real shit <laughs> one of the worst fucking uh, uh. top 10 do not go out this way kind of deaths and i remember seeing the trailer and thinking they're not going to go this far i and then i saw the film so i do <laughs> i feel like we're talking about uh i feel like <laughs> describing this it feels like we're doing an interview for a documentary of when i found out that our friend you know <laughs> heather was <laughs> It's about to get like real. Uh, Art the clown has one of the girls that he's been following hung upside down 
blondie. The blondie, the drug blondie who she felt sick at first, then she rebounded. It her a lot of movies do drunk wrong. It's tough to nail. I I assume playing drunk must be very difficult. Hey, it goes back to Norm McDonald who decided to go ahead and just get drunk for Billy Madison and passed out <laughs> passed out on set. Back to Norm. Uh when the two friends are dark haired who obviously not acting wise, but remind me of Nev Campbell a little bit. Did you get any Nev Campbell vibes? Yes. Her look? Yes. That had to have been an influence. And I mean, I, the, the I hair, the vibes. Out. Yeah. So and that fucking outfit she wore, hot, diggity dog. And a lot of times, is this another thing? Maybe this is just me particularly. A lot of times, in plenty of other movies, we'll pr- I'll probably mention. And then they had her wear this stupid fucking outfit that's so over the top. Haunt uh, probably did it. For whatever reason, I don't know if it was her. I don't know if it was the outfit. But I looked at the outfit. I was like, that's not forced to me either. That doesn't come off as too much. I like it. That looks good. I, I want to see that one. <laughs> I, I Her. And I did. So let's just, let's just say that. <laughs> what am I? What am I doing here? So I, I, yeah, I liked. So she's sitting there, and her friend has been, you know, captured by Art, and he reveals her, and she's hung upside down, and she's, you know, upside down, and her legs are spread, and she's naked. And immediately when the reveal happened, I went, "Oh no." Because I have a pretty good idea of when I know what the the budget is, if it's a lower budget or what type of, um, yeah, I was okay. She's gonna, what's he gonna do? She's hung upside down, split into a V. She's her friends forced to our so called what we think you know as our final girl is gonna be forced to watch it. He's not just gonna bend down and you know elbow her chin, knock her out. And, cut her armpits or something, something you know what i mean there's gonna be something bad he just splits her armpits she bleeds out from her armpits and uh gives her a haircut too for some dumb reason i knew the question i had was how much are we gonna see of it mm-hmm. that was a question i had and we saw it <laughs> yeah. to the point uh, i left the room for the first time in watching a movie for this podcast. I went, oh! I clinched my hands. I stood up. <laughs> At this point, I got up a few drinks deep and I'm into the movie and I and I, I set myself up. I knew it was going to get gnarly. I was, ah. I was, okay, that was one of the... Take a, take a walk around the coffee table. <laughs> Dude, the way he looks down right before he cuts... So say what, he just well, started- say what he did, just in case... But let's get describe it specifically. Oh, he has a hacksaw and he oh. goes to hack it away, starting with vagina first and fucking and we see it in graphic behind the ass <laughs> shot of it cutting oh. through this body. And he fucking goes all the way down to her fucking head where he's laughing. Well, not laughing, but, you know, he's miming that he's laughing meanwhile our poor final girl or so so to speak is obviously 
freaking out. And this poor girl is being fucking hacked in half. And it is one of the most brutal, gnarly deaths I've ever seen in a movie. And it's not even that original. I mean, we saw it done in um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, 2003. The one guy, but they don't show it. They actually cut out a lot of it. The MPAA did. Um, but if you watch the deleted scenes, they had a bunch of cool effects where the guy gets w- with a chainsaw from balls first hacked upwards. It's a pretty fucking awful way to go. I think that's yeah. probably top 10. I think I'd rather dive in a ocean full of sharks than deal with that shit. I mean, it's a hacksaw. And he goes, I mean, he's going down. He's, he's slicing through. He doesn't you stop. Know you, at, you're he feeling that shit for yeah. He doesn't stop at the gut, and I love, I love females. I love. I, I just. <laughs> I fucking hate women. And, I'm on the other side of the fence. I no. I, well, I gotta throw in some lies to make me seem nicer. He goes <laughs> all the way down, not just to like the gut, not just between the. Does he not go down to around like half her face? She's almost completely goes, yeah. cut in half. Yeah, he's he's going through her face and it, it's fucking... I'm not going to lie, it actually churned my stomach a bit and I am not someone who gets bothered by this shit. But I think oh. it didn't bother me until I thought about it from the aspect of, oh my God, what if I was that girl watching my friend get sawed in fucking half? Or if like, you know what I mean? And that is what made it sick sickening to me and I now mean, when i watch the movie i have to kind of avert I, my eyes I, I had to thought of what it would be like to be the girl being sold in half personally i, I mean that's I like, mean, that, yeah that, that's worse but hell that girl probably was wasn't uh that girl probably wasn't more disappointed to see a hacksaw then uh, when she was watching the 2009 Royal Rumble and Hacksaw Jim Duggan was a surprise entrant. <laughs> yeah, but that was a tough watch. And I got to add... Our final girl. Not Go too ahead. long after that. And I needed that ad to recuperate. Because I left and I, I, I didn't turn away. I, I didn't miss a lot. I, I turned away for a second. And when I looked back, Oh man, we're seeing we're seeing a lot. We're seeing a lot. I'll get, I had to know how much we're seeing, and we saw a lot. Sweet crow on a wet wicker chair. That was a that was a toughie. Well, our lead girl gets free, and also at this point, she's called her sister to come pick them up for the car trouble they've had. So she's on her way, and uh, there's also this crazy lady in the building who is mothering a baby doll inexplicably which is kind of the most annoying part of the movie for me but it has i guess a fun little payoff but anyways our lead girl gets free and she starts fucking fighting back which is really fun and she stabs art the clown she fucking is beating the shit out of him with this board the music's fucking going i'm having a good time and all of a sudden, Art pulls out a gun and shoots her. <laughs> yeah. um, I gotta say, that got a laugh out of me. Uh, okay, I'm blanking on this shit. 
to be fair in the all hallows eve arts first movie he actually has a gun too and he uses it so basically as a fan of that movie going into this one i kind of knew his weaponry i guess i could say um from that uh, movie but it, it was still a shock <laughs> uh, uh, first of all Art stabs the shit of her like Achilles, her ankle and shit. Oh yeah, that's it's right. so aggressive and once again very effective as a viewer because it's one of those places like the Achilles is one of the worst things you can injure in sports. And he's like aggressively stabbing the shit at it. Uh, that it reminded me of Haunt when there's a big showdown about to happen. And our like final guy, all right, you ready? You want to go? We're doing this. The music picks up. And he starts walking towards the guy, and he just pulls out a gun. Boom! I was like, <laughs> like it got a laugh out of me instantly. It was so out of nowhere. Now he has a, <laughs> now he has a gun. <laughs> it, it worked. It wasn't. I'm not saying it's a demerit, but it did. It did throw me for a loop when he just pulls out a gun. And, it's, oh okay we're just going okay we're just straight up shooting motherfuckers now good lord if you put on a tommy gun that would have been the shit well it's pretty gnarly that he shoots her then he goes and get he shoots her in the face and she's still alive and gurgling and not having a good time shoots and he her go, walks in all the, the way face remember that he shoots her in her face the cheekbone and you see it and when it happens, it's from her POV. So you pretty much assume she okay, she's dead. She's not. And maybe it this was this was great actually. So he does the it's from her POV, shoots his face, and oh wow, they just killed off who we kind of thought is our lead here. We were with her most of the movie. She's gone. We come back, she's not gone. So now you're thinking maybe, oh, there's more to it. We're we're not done yet. We kind of are. He just ends up killing her violently. And well, the fact that he leaves her gurgling and he does a little comic thing where he he goes to shoot her again, but the gun's empty. He's like, <sighs> and he walks all the way back to his bag, gets the gun, grabs the phone, texts the sister because she's like, hey, I'm here, and he says, Tara's sick. Come around back. And then he takes a selfie with the dead body that he just hacked up in half. And then he goes back and shoots a few rounds into the fucking chick's face. Well, he does it in front of the sister of the... He waits until she gets to... No, it, right? that's the... Um, no, that's the uh, the homeless lady with the baby. She sees it. Because remember, he uh, looks up. Uh, and he, okay. And then he goes... He waves at her creepily. Okay. And then she meets her end... It all happens pretty fast. The other sister, who we now think is going to be our final girl, and rightfully so, right. comes in, finds all the mayhem, and she finds the homeless lady naked, and then she hears something, looks to her right, and that's when we see the homeless lady. Her fucking chest has been skinned off in the top of her head. She's been scalped. And Arthur the Clown's wearing her fucking tits and Ugh. her hair. So Chasing after our lead. <sighs> Let's go back to what I said about the look of <laughs> Art the Clown and how effectively creepy he was. Imagine seeing that motherfucker on the streets of Philadelphia while you were walking to work. I have. 
<laughs> I lived there. I lived there for a while. It's normal to me. Uh, no, like I said, his look, his creepiness, his acting, everything of the character, just the all the overall of Art the Clown works so well. He's legit creepy. And you're sitting there thinking, how could he possibly get any creepier or scary? I know. <laughs> we'll have him with a fucking the top a hair, a wig, I get a homemade, uh, Art the Clown made wig, and the whole upper body, he's wearing her tits and everything, and the shot that they do, when he's walking across frame, yeah, yeah, it's so, oh my god, and you know how there's scenes that are creepy, but uh, what can I compare it to? It Chapter Two, the movie that I tried to watch, tried to watch today. <laughs> Remember the the granny mm-hmm. that uh, that got laughs in the theater when I watched it in theater. Yeah, it was like sc- like scurrying across the background, and it, it was creepy looking, of course, but it was also a little comedic and funny. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they didn't. They were going the for honest. real, real creepy, and it was creepy enough, but it got laughs and. Maybe it, didn't it was exact, cheesy. It was cheesy. Yeah, a little bit cheesy, maybe the term. Not that I hated the scene or anything, but this though, it didn't come off as. It's a clown, mime wearing tits and a scout wig, and he's doing a little strut through. So you you say that out loud, and you think, that's hilarious. I I didn't think it was that funny. <laughs> That literally, that shot, dude, you mentioned where he's coming up out of the like the tunnel, is so uh, disturbing, so unsettling. Yes, unsettling is the. And I think it's because at this point we know. I mean, the movie's been fun, you know, graphic deaths, but we just see how sadistic he is, and I think that makes his appearance even more terrifying. Um, That when we see that, it's just like, holy fuck, this motherfucker will do anything. Like, I'd rather. I think I would rather go up against Jason or Michael or Leatherface or maybe even Freddy than deal with this motherfucker. I mean, granted, he seems kind of. Uh, I'm. I would have liked to seen someone whoop his ass, who was like bigger, and then he just happened to get the upper hand, right? Um, without you know, like using a gun, because that chick was kicking the shit out of him <laughs> until he pulled out the gun. Yeah. So I would have liked to <laughs> seen that. Had quite the plan B. Uh, so then he's looking for our lead girl and there's some nice chase stuff going on some creepy shit him remember when he's sitting there and he's just kind of like fluffing his hair the the wig the scalp uh, around and he's just yeah. dancing with the tits and shit uh, it, the movie the movie just keeps going like we get rid of our original final girl which is not expected yep. we see this fucking chick hacked in uh two which is not you know, too original, but the fact that we see so much of it is what is fucking mind blowing. And then you get this, <laughs> the scalp tits and uh, head. Uh. And then from there, we get two more deaths. The two workers, the bald guy who gets his fucking head stomped in. Yeah, and... that guy. The guy eats it pretty hard. 
then his buddy gets fucking decapitated very violently and aggressively. And you (laughs) see all of it. (laughs) Cuts, it's slicing and slicing and slicing, breaks that neck head back and keeps on and rips that shit off. And you just sit there and you watch it. And it looks great. Not one part did it cut to the head where I looked. I was like, look at that fake ass mannequin head that he, we cut to him holding a shot of, uh, you know, a replica, replica. I put another L in it. Uh oh. Old Harold Delaney spiked my drink. <laughs> uh oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Art Nick's been drinking a little too much. They might start showing their dicks. I tell you what, <laughs> on a podcast that people we, can't see. We, yeah, I was just about to say, if we're ever going to show our dicks, let's do it on an audio format. So, <laughs> so for they, mine, you'd hear like a a flap, and yours, you just hear. For, I don't know why this is the sound for you, but I just hear, and like, a, I don't know why. I don't know if that. Makes I was going to say you would just you would just hear my nuts dangling over uh, the microphone just ever slightly. I think, uh, yeah. you would hear a tumbleweed blow by <laughs> two gunslingers you'd, you'd hear a flea fart <laughs> flea fart. rascals oh. so we get those two and then we get uh, our, our final girl who's been through the ringer she's been slashed and stabbed and had to find her poor fucking sister shot to shit her best friend's sister hacked in half yeah she's art fucking hits her with a truck (laughs) (laughs) and then eats her face (laughs) so this is what we find out that arthur clown was on bath salts (laughs) this is where i learned oh arthur clown's from jacksonville Art the Clown is half chimp. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, which makes perfect sense because he started with the genitals of the friend. Mm. So if anyone knows about chimps, when they attack, they attack implements of rape, your hands, your genitals, face. So maybe we found something out here. Maybe we got buzzed enough and deep into this movie enough to where we figured out what was in the mind of the writer and director. <laughs> Art the clown is Art the chip. <laughs> and I think ter- it's going to be terrifier to <laughs> rise <laughs> rise of the chimps. I don't know. Dude, could you imagine Art the clown but just a chimpanzee? Same... <laughs> Same makeup and <laughs> colors and everything, but uh, it's an escaped killer clown circus performing chimp. <laughs> you know what? It's a, it's a it's a funny thought. I think it worked though. <laughs> There's a part of me picturing the chimp with just the little hat off to the side makes yeah. me think it'll work. I want just that tattoo. Imagine the uh, chimpanzee, but in like big circus horror letter font on the poster. Oh, I think it'll work. He's he's fucking bananas. 
the reviews and taglines for that movie. Oh my god. You'll go ape shit for You'll go ape shit for this. Chimpanzee. Horror hounds will adore oh this. God. You thought you like terrifier. Oh lord. <laughs> you thought you like if you like terrifier, you'll love chimpanzee. <laughs> It's just called chimpanzee. <laughs> Chimp would do the dash, pan, dash, and then just a capital Z. <laughs> so we can somehow get away with that. Creep, title. creep, pansy. <laughs> Clown pansy. Oh, Lord. Directed by <laughs> the director of Terrifier. <laughs> I don't know. It, he really took a. Took a hard left in that sequel, huh? <laughs> Lord. <laughs> they couldn't get that guy back, so they got a chimp. <laughs> they just uh, get Andy Circus, who did the motion capture for the Planet of the Apes movies. <laughs> a mime <laughs> chimp. A chime. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so Art's eating her face, and then two cops show up, and they're telling him to get down. Oh, Art's is blinded great. in one eye. Um, and he art is n- kind of complying. He's like putting his hands up and he's just kind of mocking them. And then he, we see him reaching into his boot for his gun. And we're thinking, uh Oh, these cops might get capped. <laughs> and then art turns around, puts the gun in his mouth and blows his brains out, which is not something I saw coming. No, that was the shit because up until this point, I wasn't, there's no supernatural shit thrown in. There's no one who tried to run from Art the Clown to a door, and all of a sudden the door closed and stopped them from leaving. Mm-hmm. I love that. This guy is fucked up, and a lot of times, a lot of, a lot of people dislike Rob Zombie's Michael Myers because they dive too deep into the background of Michael Myers. It's like, wait, hey, we don't want to know. Michael Myers is evil. Let's go. And Rob Zombie decided to dive into... I personally was fine with both. But there is a big contingent of people who are... No, he's evil. Let's have fun. I don't want to know the whole... Mm-hmm. Ba- like, let's just go with it. Yeah. Uh, I was like that with this. And when he pulled the gun out and the two cops were there and he ends up, like, killing himself, I thought that was the perfect cap for that. You don't have to explain anymore. He's to me, I could put together like some using what they told me through storytelling and whatnot in this movie. I put together my own thing for this. Mm-hmm. He's a crazy client. We don't know anything about him. You don't need to tell me anything about him. Everything's been perfectly effective in this entire movie. You got reactions out of me. I've seen crazy deaths, people's lives were not only taken but any survivors their lives are fucked from now on well we find out that the lead that he was eating her face is the girl from the beginning who fucking killed the reporter which is a nice little twist and there's that bookend on it at the end which all would have been fine but where I was a little there was a point to where I was, oh, okay, the, the movie's over. Why am I still watching it? Hmm. 
I did I have a I, it wasn't long and I wasn't I wasn't completely taken out of it and I wasn't bored but I was oh this movie ended though right why why we're done and it would kind of come back and it was, oh, still going wait what's going on no we have the ending and we have Art the Clown he's in a body bag and that he's in the fucking morgue of a hospital wherever the hell it is and after blowing his brains out they unzip it he comes out he grabs the the corner or whatever by the throat and that's when it was no pun intended oh I guess I thought it was a little overkill and I was trying to think maybe I was like well maybe they have something here and they want to continue it and that's their way of doing so to make it I was way more on board. If he would have capped himself, and that would have been it. Uh, a violent, violent, aggressive killer that did all this shit and took himself out, and it ended right there. No, ba- I don't need to know his backstory, why he did it, whatever. Just a horrific thing happened. It was over. But instead, we get to the end, and he's back, and like, as if he's, you know, uh, Michael Myers or somebody popping back. From, I I love it when I thought he was like differentiated from a lot of other horror villains. Towards the end, I guess I felt maybe he dipped a toe into being more like them. Not that's necessarily a bad thing. I'm, yeah, I, I, love, I love all those. That's just a a case of the you know people are gonna like this character, want to see more of them, and here's our chance to. Leave it open yeah. for more movies, which I'm fine with because I want to see more Art the Clown. I just it is they awesome. That he I think they could have done it without that, though. Just for, start yeah. the next movie off by with the morgue, it. with the morgue scene. Have it start off exactly. Yes, exactly. I think they should right have there. cut to the twist that the girl was the uh, the one from the beginning, and then cut there. We don't need the morgue. We don't need save that for the next movie. Yeah, but yep. Even still, I think it's a fucking slasher movie that came out of nowhere and just it's it's something pure 80s and it's not in the 80s like oh here's you know the tvs it's just the spirit of the 80s where all these slasher movies were you know the rage halloween michael myers friday 13th jason all that shit and it was just cool to for me i got to genuinely see it all before i it hit big I remember telling people, oh, did you ever hear, hear a Terrifier? You know, like, and then sure enough, as soon as it hit Netflix, it was so fucking popular. You showed me Art the Clown a decent amount of time before Terrifier. We were yeah. together before and you showed it. The Art the Clown, yeah, I should, the Hall- All Hallows Eve. Yeah, you showed me that. And I knew then, I was like, oh, well, the he looks creepy as shit. I'll, I'll definitely say that. Yeah, you showed me that a while ago. Yeah. So, so before I heard about a Terrifier from any other source besides you. Yeah. And then after watching Terrifier, I thought All Hallows Eve, I was like, they've got something on their hands with that guy. And then as soon as I saw Terrifier, I, I went, fuck, they've got it. This shit's going to be awesome. There's going to be Terrifier merch everywhere. Art the Clown is a fuck. And I think one of the pull quotes on the Blu-ray says, move over, Jason, Chucky, Freddy, Michael. And but no, too. I mean, it's a cheesy pull quote, but yeah. I agree. I genuinely believe 
he has he is a uh has earned the because even the collector i love the collector but i feel like he didn't really make it into the you know top icons of horror i think especially after terrifier 2 i think arthur clown might be pretty solidified i don't know i wouldn't i would have wouldn't have done that pool quote don't bring it to your attention that's what we said about deep blue sea yeah yeah don't be your own own thing and it was and if you look at it like well that's just what someone said about the movie you know they can't control it but they put it on the dvd right is that what you said well sure that's yeah that's it's someone uh, in marketing said that's a good that that quote we gotta have no like don't don't do that keep it its own thing don't incorporate with anything that could possibly that's way more well-known popular and proven as a just be your own thing and then let that carry you through into that. Yeah. Then you'll get thrust into the same conversation as those, but don't put it on the yeah. like deep blue sea bigger, shrunk, like a rip off of a jo- This like is the Josh best shit. clown slasher ever. The best clown slasher of all time. Uh, it will change your opinion on all clown movies. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. You'll get your pennies worth worth if you're if you're wise by buying this DVD. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so happy you loved it, dude. I, it genuinely warms my heart because I did, I've man. wanted to share this movie with you for so long, but I've also been hesitant because I thought uh, he's gonna hate it. He's gonna think it's too violent, and he's not gonna like Art the Clown. And I've been pleasantly fucking surprised. I know. I I don't mean to come off as a square is not the right term because all the shit i said over here i guess you can't debbie downer call me that a uh a gore uh, uh, a gore grinch grinch yeah yeah I was, I was on my way there almost got there my cat started scratching the hell out of my couch made me a little bit angry caught me off guard don't do that no more please me uh, I don't mean to be a gore grinch. I my problem is gore for the sake of gore. I don't know. It's all subjective, and maybe a lot of people would look, would look at this and be like, "Oh, they this was gore for the sake of gore. They're doing it." To me, in my personal opinion, it I didn't get that from it. I appreciated it, and when it happened, it hit me. It hit me hard. It was effective. This movie provided elicited multiple emotions from me and got me captivated in it and that is what a good flick does for me so it was a really genuinely entertaining and fun watch as if i watched it it it, um i could watch halloween the original halloween right now and that's a fun watch all the time. I love sitting down and getting the vibe and mood right, eating candy corn or whatever it is whenever I'm watching it and enjoying it. This was like a ride. I didn't go to a theater to watch this, but I got that same energy. I enjoyed it. It was a fun, it was, it's like I did something that night. Does that, is that explain it a little bit? That's cool. That's no, that's a cool way to explain it. Yeah. It's as if I went and what did you do that? I watched Terrifier and 
really it took me on quite the ride <laughs> it's it, maybe not a That's literal awesome. roller coaster but an emotional one and it listened to remo- emotions i was having drinks during it the vibe was right when i did not think that was a possibility and i really enjoyed myself and uh tiny off to the side hats off to the cast and crew of terrifier the makeup and the look you really nailed it and uh Thanks for that, because I needed it this week. So I guess that means you're excited for Terrifier 2. Over my dead body. I'm, I'm not watching any more of it. I've had my fill. <laughs> with that With that said, hey, Art the Clown, more like fart in a friend. <laughs> just, keep, just keep going back, back to it. After all that. The last statement I'll say, even though it took me on a ride, I enjoyed my night. Can't stand it, never watching it. No, glad I finally got around to watching it. And uh, are you gonna get Terrifier merch now? <sighs> I've never seen a piece of Terrifier merch in person in my life. I've seen the mask, and I'm not gonna, not gonna lie to you, <clears throat> it's a tempting purchase because it looks really good. The hat and everything, it looks yeah. fucking cool. Right now, I'm just not in the mark. I have, uh, I recently got gifted the witch from Halloween 3 season of the witch mask. It was a very fun thing to be gifted and come across randomly. And it's just sitting on my uh, one year old's high chair. (laughs) I have nowhere, I don't have set up for things right now. A lot going on in life, but one day when I get shit figured out, I could totally picture Art the Clown mask or merch around. I think very highly of it. And this will be a rewatch, not multiple times a year. Spacing this movie out, I will have a lot of, it'll elicit a lot of the same emotions. And it'll be another fun watch, preferably uh, with company. I like to watch this with company next time. Mm-hmm. and uh really enjoy it and watch this is a movie that i would like to watch someone else watch for the first time like i said it's a small <laughs> world dude yeah, yeah. i remember i was sitting with one of my actors who was in toel road one of my sharp candy episodes which is she's playing the final girl and i'm the killer clown laffo which is my thing and uh you know we had we went at it in that episode fighting and whatever and then a few days later we were talking and i was telling her how much i love terrifier and she was talking about her cousin who was working with uh does awesome fucking makeup and she was working on a killer clown movie up in new york and i literally went terrifier too and she looked at me and said i and then she pulled out her phone and texted her cousin real quick and sure enough and i dude i literally got not teary-eyed, but just fucking over. I was like, how small a world is this? Wow. The fact that your cousin who you're, you know, I just met you randomly and you're working on my films with me and like a big part of what I do now. And your cousin's just working on Terrifier 2. And I think I could be mistaken. I believe she got the director, Damien. I think she gave him a copy of my, of my Sharp Candy series. Uh-huh. And I think he watched the dick jump rope scene from from episode three of sharp candy and because um, I'm, I'm, I'm good <laughs> well one of the funny things is i uh i did the dick jump rope 
for sharp candy because i had this weird feeling that if i didn't do it first someone else was going to relatively soon so who knows the dick jump rope could pop up and terrify her too if it does your big claim to fame will be i jump rope with dicks first It'd actually be pretty upsetting because people would probably think I ripped it off if they came across. You know what I mean? True. Yeah, you have to. Terrifier too. It's like, oh, yeah. Check the dates, motherfuckers. Oh, it's gonna get into clown stories, but I don't have too many besides fucking the girlfriend of one and getting to my wife a lot of trouble with it. (laughs) uh, But I would never laugh at the love of a clown, Dylan. We are not gonna do trivia this week because the next uh, few weeks here we have it planned out do you have it all do you know what the plan is that you want to describe of what we're doing here so if everything goes well guys jeff and i will be recording in person um later this month october or whenever you're listening to this we will have recorded it um and we're going to cover halloween kills which when we record it will probably be the first time we watch right after we watch it the day it premieres on October 15th on Peacock. So we'll get to watch it right from Jeff's living room. Yes, sir. And then we're going to cover Trick or Treat, which will be the last post for October for Halloween. For, that should be Halloween day. It should be, ha- yeah. It's tough that that will be posted, yes. And we're going to talk about Trick or Treat, Halloween Kills, the <clears throat> Sunday before uh, Halloween. And then after that will be our 50th episode, which we'll get into later but yeah halloween kills and trick-or-treat is next a lot of fun stuff ahead that we wanted to make sure that we did uh yeah come on i mean trick-or-treat the day of halloween and halloween kills is coming out and we're gonna be together for it it lines up so perfect uh just so there's not a i figure i could go at go ahead i got two questions here that i made up just so we don't end with zero trivia because okay, I personally like there's actually a trivia podcast that I listen to at work quite often and I find it a lot of fun and I don't know, maybe you get to the end of these podcasts and you're looking forward to a trivia question. I didn't want to just not have anything. So um, I'm going to ask you two questions about uh, that re- involve clown or clowns. Okay. Uh, let's try this one. We'll do a one point and a three point. Uh, so Dylan, at 169 minutes, this film is the longest horror film given a wide theatrical release. Damn. 169 minutes it's the longest horror film given a wide theatrical release and you said it's a clown clown town around well then uh it's the one point it's gotta be a chapter two then it's a chapter two all right chapter two i wanted maybe it was the most difficult question in the world but it's fun i thought it was a fun fact to see i was like wow yeah, I said 169 minutes. Fucking hell. 169 minutes. And this is still, to this, as of this recording, this is the last movie I've seen in theaters. And the only one that I've ever seen in theaters where they had the separate recliner chairs. 
it was a whole different experience. I wish I had seen it that way than the shitty theater I saw it in. Because it was oh, a yeah. long watch. You had to sit on an upside down bar stool. Yeah. You liked it a little. A little bit, but you know, it's after two hours and 40 minutes, you know. It, yeah, you start to settle into it too much. Yeah. Things start to t- dig in. Things tighten up. Uh, uh, I don't know what the name is here, but I don't know if it's Angel Vargas or Angel Vargas. Maybe that's pronounced in a way. But let's. I'm going to say Angel Vargas, who plays the titular character, was slated to reprise his role in the sequel, but declined in favor of other projects. Trent Haga sorry if that's wrong, was cast in the second movie instead and reprised a role in the sub- subsequent sequels in this franchise. This is a clown franchise. A clown horror franchise, which means there's multiples of this movie. And Angel or Angel Vargas played the titular character. But after that, he went on to do something else. It was that Trent H-A-A-G-A. Haga. Haga. I'm sorry. I apologize. He was cast in the second movie instead and reprised a role in sequels afterwards. So what horror franchise clown things do you have in mind? What comes to your mind? Is he the clown or is it he's just in the movie that has the clown? I'm pretty sure this is the clown. I've never seen any of these movies. Is it Killjoy? It's Killjoy. Nicely done. Nicely done. I've never seen Dylan Nix is dope as shit. Have you do you go get familiar with any of those movies? I've seen the first one. And I I bought it because I feel like there's quite a few. There are. I, I it's. I think full moon features. I think or something like that. Low budget, schlock. Sorry guys, I'm getting a little uh, sleepy eyed, sleepy tie tie. Um, use the word schlock. I, I know you're getting <laughs> sleepy. The the uh, I found the DVD at a dollar store with this other werewolf movie <laughs> two years ago, three years ago, and it, I just like the cover art, so I said, "Fuck it, they're three bucks. I'll buy them." And, it's October, so why not? And I watched the first Killjoy. And it was so terrible. I never even got around to watching the rest of them. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was not a fan. Oh. oh. Um, very cheesy, just not my... Just didn't have the charm, you know? That's the thing. I didn't really find them charming. But then I was thinking, Killjoy? I was... Or what clown franchise? Because there isn't... There's a lot of horror clowns, but they're not a lot of franchises. Um... Yeah, to so, me, if you have to have at least three, you know, three or more. And yeah. one question was already about it was in chapter two. So I was actually wondering, can you name any other things? Um, Are there any more clown horror movies that had more than had three or more? Maybe. I think I'm too drunk to maybe think, think of it. I can't Captain's, even think of any House other. House of a Thousand Corpses, maybe, but Three from Hell doesn't really count. So, eh. Uh, there's a movie clown was a one-off right what wrinkles the clown was a one-off that was a one-off not to toot my own horn but i've got a pretty big franchise for lafo because tech i mean i've got a feature 
we've got the documentary we've got the whole season of sharp candy yes specials specials little short films we've got and i've published books that have laffo in them (laughs) that like you know a running storyline and shit um and now we're doing this new show called try some fun size pieces of sharp candy where laffo's the host oh lord so there's quite laffo more like laughs no laugh of more like that cunt laugh 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 of the clown and sharp candy more like this fat fucker better quit fine and dandy <laughs> and, then, and then in uh it just says gunshot for some reason the reviewer killed himself probably because he wasted its time reviewing being a dickhead to a creative person Hey, it was good talking to you. <laughs> it was buddy. good talking to you, buddy. I love you, man. I love you.